In marriage, the grass grows greener on the side of the fence you water most. James Marshall You're in the backyard or a neighborhood park trying to relax and enjoy some peaceful time. But there are no healthy trees. The sun is scalding you. The bugs are buzzing you. And there just isn't much to look at. You look around. You love flowers. You dream of flower beds packed with color. You yearn for some wildflowers along the fence. But what you see looks more like an RV parking lot than a botanical garden. Cultivating your garden. Every once in a while, you dream of raising a few herbs and vegetables. Maybe a little basil and some robust tomatoes. But every time you've tried, the bugs and birds have enjoyed a feast while you have been exasperated. It's discouraging. Your hopes and dreams are worlds apart from the dreary reality you see before you. Imagine that something stirs inside you. You stiffen your resolve and march down to the local mom-and-pop or big-box superstore. There, you find a rack filled with colorful seed packets as vibrant as life. Or, you're thrilled to find bins filled with bulk seeds from amaranthus to zucchini. You feel optimism building in your soul. You grab a handful of packets and even get a pound of rutabaga seeds. You can't stand rutabaga, but the seeds are so interesting. You pay the cashier and head home. You get back to your barren patch, whether it's in your backyard or a block away at a few square yards of available parkland, and heartless reality confronts you. Exactly how will you turn this parched plot into a verdant refuge. You now remember the shovels, compost, fertilizers, and so forth that filled the shelves at the store. Maybe you should have taken these gardening aspirations a little more seriously. Yet you refuse to be intimidated. You grab a handful of precious seed. With a flourish, you toss the seed toward the wasteland. You do the same with the next bag of seed, and the next. You have a nagging feeling that this may not be the way to guarantee a glorious garden. Some of the seeds may not take root, but at least it's a step in the right direction. You empty all the bags of seed over the parched soil and weeds. Then you head back to the living room. You turn on the television, hoping to calm those nagging feelings about shovels, plants, watering, and fertilizing. You're willing to give Mother Nature a chance to show what she can do. Disappointing first results. Let's turn the calendar ahead two or three months. You decide it's time to check on your garden. So, you head over to the seed patch, hoping to survey the lush vegetation and harvest some early crops. But, as you arrive at the garden, you're surprised to find no hint of new growth, except maybe some fat birds that appear to have been enjoying a feast. If anything... The wannabe garden spot looks more desolate than before. You scratch your head. Oh well, maybe you can try again next summer. What is the marriage garden? Great gardens are not happy accidents. They are the result of careful planning, thorough preparation, and steady attention. We may take some workshops, consult books, check with neighbors, and quiz our county agricultural agent or other local experts in order to make a plan. We spend time testing and preparing the soil, 
We choose plants carefully. We tend them consistently, watching for bugs and applying fertilizer as needed. We try things out and see if they work, as every garden has its own unique topographic character, soil quality, and microclimate. And the successful gardener remembers to water regularly. Maybe you can see the similarity of our gardening failures to our disappointments in marriage. Most of us enter the most important and challenging relationship of a lifetime without taking a single class to prepare us. Most of us read nothing more substantial than a romance novel to help us design our relationships. Most of us don't try to acquire the necessary tools to help us.